he took to the mountains naturally. So they gave him permission to muster out and go back to the Rockies to trap Beaver with the first followers in the wake of the Lewis and Clark expedition, Dixon and Hancock. John Coulter had set out to join the expedition in 1803. Leaving his home in Virginia, he traveled across roadless wilderness and caught up with Lewis and Clark in Ohio. Since he claimed to be a good hunter, they took him on. They left St. Louis in 1804, executed their mission with astonishing success, and were now in the Dakota country at the Mandan villages, on the way back to St. Louis to report their findings. If one man wanted to stay in the mountains, why not? Later, Nicholas Biddle, the chronicler of the expedition, would charge Coulter with a lack of human feeling and suggest that something dangerous lurked in the mind of a man who would shun civilization. Others probably saw something romantically adolescent in a man of such wild and wayward spirit. Coulter, in his mid-thirties, didn't give a damn about either conviction. When his employers asked why he wanted to go back, he allowed only that it was a good business proposition. He didn't mention the memories. Lewis and Clark had them, too. Hancock and Dixon had a windfall in Coulter. They were the first to penetrate the West in search of fur, and Coulter was one of a handful of whites who knew the country. But somehow the enterprise petered out. Hancock and Dixon were never heard from again, and a year later Coulter was headed down the Missouri in a canoe, alone and empty-handed. At the mouth of the Platte River he met the second expedition to go up the Missouri for beaver, led by Manuel Lisa. Lisa realized that Coulter's knowledge of the area was invaluable, so he made him a proposition. Coulter was more realistic now about the fortunes to be made in mountain fur. Still, he turned away from home for the second time within a year and headed back to the mountains. Lisa was outfitted on a bigger scale than Hancock and Dixon had been. He had more men, and he had trading goods for the Indians— He didn't plan to get most of his pelts, called plues, by trapping, but through trading, as the law required him to do. He would build a fort among friendly Indians and persuade them to come in and exchange their furs for blankets, cloth, and various doodads they fancied. So Coulter led him into the center of Crow Country, at the confluence of the Bighorn and Yellowstone, and the men put up four walls of pickets. Coulter knew this country, he had trapped it the previous year, and the experience of the Lewis and Clark expedition suggested that the Crows would be more peaceable than the Blackfeet, who inhabited the upper Missouri. Lisa wanted someone to roam out among the Crows and tell them about the fort and the goods they could get. Coulter volunteered to go alone. He set out with only his possible sack— the trapper's term for a bag crammed with survival equipment like flint, steel, powder, and balls, and spent the better part of a year making a great circle through the Rockies to spread the news. Getting tips about the country from the crows he met, he traveled south up the Bighorn almost to the Continental Divide, and then up the Wind River to the favorite crow wintering spot, where he sat out the season of the worst cold and snow. Then he crossed the Continental Divide and moved into the spectacularly beautiful place later named Jackson Hole. From there he turned homeward and walked straight into the area around Yellowstone Lake, 
which was to become Yellowstone National Park. He gaped at the shore of the lake where springs of hot clay bubbled, and from time to time erupted into geysers, where a man could smell sulfur and suspected he heard devils under his feet. From Yellowstone he picked his way with his sharp mountain scent straight back to Fort Lisa. The men scoffed at his tale about the back door to hell, but he had done the job for Lisa. He knew that he had also brought off a major exploration of the Stony Mountains. If he ever got back to the settlements, Lewis and Clark would be glad to get his knowledge for their map. He had also traveled the better part of a thousand miles alone through hostile country, surviving by his wits. This was all right with Coulter. He liked to be alone. Lisa had another lone mission for him. They had secured the crow trade, and now Lisa wanted to open the Blackfoot.